All right. Four, three. You see how I do this, Jason? I count it down like I'm a professional. You can do that. Right. right. So, four, (laughs) three, two, one. (laughs) Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the MILF and Cookies podcast. My name is Ben Fox, and I have with us our bestie, Jason. Hey, hey. And I have the MILF queen herself, Diamond Fox. How are you doing today? I'm great today. Good, good. Now, we can... uh, let everybody know that you can follow Diamond at Twitter at DiamondFox2. That is DiamondFox with three X's, then the number two. And also OnlyFans is OnlyFans forward slash Diamond underscore Fox. Now, before we get started, uh, we found out some bad news today. And uh, Diamond, if you want to go ahead and, and say what you heard today. Uh, about 20 minutes ago, I opened up my Twitter and found out that the industry has lost a very good male talent by the name of Bill Bailey. Mm. Um, it breaks my heart. It's very sad. He's a good talent. He started back in, uh, 2009. Right. I've uh, done quite a few scenes with him over the years. And, uh, he's just always very friendly, very nice. He's from Texas. So he's right. a homegrown Southern boy with nice charm to him. And uh, apparently he fell to his death in Mexico at a um, convention. convention. Yeah. So it's very sad. breaks my heart. And I hope you rest in peace. Well, Bill, I hope you rest in peace. And uh, It's a big loss for the industry. It is a big loss for the industry. And it's terrible news. But we're going to um, – We ju- it just felt like – we're not trying to bring the podcast down, but we felt like we should say something in it yeah. to honor him. Um, so with, we're going to get started with the sex question of the day. And Jason, here's the thing. We don't have a sex question of the day today. What? Yes. I'm being real with you. Well, I sent out a tweet and, um, I just asked and, uh, a couple of questions are coming in. So just give it a second. We'll have a question. Well, people can, uh, contact us at contact at milfandcookiespodcast.com. That is contact at milfandcookiespodcast.com. That's our email. And, Jason, I've done a poor job up until right now letting people know. You probably didn't even know that that was the email, did I you? I had no idea that there was an email <laughs> even didn't. set up. That was, uh, that's my fault there. Um, but that's where people can email us. A lot of the questions that you hear, she, um, we will get from her regular email that her fans have that we'll put out. But uh, we... We'll get to the sex question later on today when she is live on Twitter trying to find out something good to talk about. So now I've got a question for you, Jason, since we don't have a sex question. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what do you think is, because I've got the most overrated either places to have sex or sex positions. And the most, in my opinion, the most overrated place to have sex is a hot tub. Ew. Have you ever had sex in a hot tub? I think any water sex, minus the shower, the shower can be okay, but it's not really comfortable and you could slip. Mm-hmm. But I think water sex is terrible. It's awful. Like, it's especially awful. on the beach. The beach. The sand the- gets in all the wrong places. It scrapes your knees up. It scrapes your knees. Like, there's nothing good. Like, in theory, it's kind of like, no offense, but porn. Like, in theory, it looks awesome. Right. But then go do it yourself and you'll see there's nothing really awesome about it. When sand's blowing, on your dick or in her pussy or asshole or mouth, whatever, like it ruins that. And then you're always like sketched looking around, which I guess that could be hot for some people. Right. And, 
But it just, and then the water, especially the ocean, like the waves are going against your motion. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're trying to fuck, but then the waves pushing you back. And then she's getting pushed a different way. You're getting pushed a different way. And I just think water sex is way overrated. Very overrated. I agree. Now, what about what sex position is overrated? I think everybody wants to try the pile driver. The pile driver, I kind of actually really what? like a lot. Yeah, it's a great position for me. I love it. Really? Absolutely. Yep. One of my favorites. We've never done it. No, we haven't. 20 I've done years. It on, on camera. But, I've, you know, I've only done it in videos like a handful of times. Uh, I don't know why, but you like maybe it? I should start bringing it up more. Yeah. I do. The uh, the dick goes in just perfect. I feel I always feel bad for the guys because it's uh, it's really hard on his legs because he's got a. It's like he's squatting the whole time. He's squatting and doing like mini squats right. the whole time. Yeah. Right. But for me, it puts my pussy at a perfect angle and it takes the dick just right. And really, because yeah, right. you can't. Can you come with doggy? You can't really come with doggy. I can get close, but I can't actually like come come. Right. But I can get really close. For me, doggy's the most painful. And I actually, I enjoy seeing the person I'm fucking's face, whether it's like I'm trying to like, you know, really pound them and see them almost like, oh my God, go easy. Or if they're really into it, like I want to see, it's almost like a self, yeah, it's a self gratification, like an egotistical thing. Like I want to know if I'm doing it right right. or whatnot. So doggy's probably my least favorite. All right. I'm with you, Jason. I like to see the face too. I like to know that the person's enjoying what they're doing. But doggy is fun in the fact that it's degrading in a way. And also kind of like almost like, it, I guess like an anonymous thing. Like, don't fucking look at me. You just take what I give you. You lay with your face right. in the pillow kind of thing. Like, <laughs> so like I get it. It's as a top, it's fun. But at the same time, like I really want to see the face. Okay. I like to see the face too. All right. Some people are all about the body. Like, if you don't have a good face, I don't give a shit how good your body is. Like, really? Yeah. Like, a body is important. A face is everything. Like, you got to have You're a right. good face. I agree. I don't agree with I'm that I'm not at about all. the butter face thing. The butter You're, face? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything's good butter face. Oh. How long <laughs> have you been alive? Really? You don't know about butter face? How long? How can you? She doesn't know anything. Well, when you have a face like that, I guess you don't hear about she a butter face. No, butter face is fine. Never ever heard that. of that in my entire life. I'm down with that. You know the thing that they have that they said was going around. I'm sure you've you've read about this. I heard about this. This keto diet is giving oh the girls smelly crotch the smelly crotch. I saw now, something about that on Facebook, but I was like, I'm not going to read that. I'm not on the keto diet, and I don't know what keto crotch is, but it sounds pretty gross. I don't even. I think it's one of those clickbait things. Everybody says that it's not real. I'll tell you this. Dick cheese is real. Uh, <laughs> for Munda cheese? For Munda cheese. But it's much more common with guys who are uncircumcised. Un- uncut, right. Yes. I, uh, I don't. I mean, maybe just because I shower often. I, I've never had it. I, I don't know if maybe if I, I'm circumcised, so... I, I don't know if it's maybe even if you're not circumcised and you shower all the time, you, you got to still do special prep for it. Right. But circumcised or uncircumcised? No, I'm circumcised. So, yeah, I've never had it, and I luckily I've never come across it. I've never so. had it, but you said I've that you... I've come across it. Smegma? Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something but else. Now, wait, cool. but now, wait. My dog has listen, schmegma. But you, <laughs> yes. Uh, but you also, though, like when I've been at work all day and I come home a little stinky. You think that that's... That's, that's much different, different than dick cheese that's different. and like, schmegma. Like, 
dudes come I like over your sweaty like, right after like the gym. Like not like I've been sweating for three days and right. I haven't really shot. Yeah. But if they come over like manly, like I just sweat and like we're getting to it, like that could be hot. Now, because now a lot of people don't know this, um, Diamond Fox also is a roller derby girl in yes. real life. She's done roller derby for about five years. Yep. And we're not going to say the team, but um, you, uh, you're a jammer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, when they think of roller derby, they think about it, what it was like in the 70s on a bank track and girls like punching each other and in the movie Whip It. And it's, it's roller derby now is not really like that. Um, a lot of that was for the TV. Now it's all done on flat track. One of the problems with roller derby uh, in the past was they couldn't use the, the facility for anything else but roller derby. So right, it kind of died out. And you got to build it. Yeah, you had to build it, and they couldn't, like, play basketball or anything there. So nowadays they play – you can play on a basketball court, on a hockey rink, um, on a roller rink, on a flat track. And so it's really come back around a lot. And so one thing I've noticed uh, – I I've never really okay. I've never really Uh-oh. smelled you uh, stinking from sweat before, but sometimes your pads. Your oh wrist my god! Pads. I thought you were talking about like maxi pads. No, not your <laughs> maxi pads. Your your my gear, my but, derby yeah, gear. Your derby gear, but don't most girls' derby gear get? No, it gets rancid as fuck. They put it in their trunks of their cars and don't touch it until the oh. following practice, and they pull it out and it's like, ugh. Now, what's your favorite thing about roller derby? Oh, my gosh. It's very empowering. Right. There's something, especially like with me, because I'm five foot tall, weigh 105 pounds. And you get, you get hit and knocked over by these five foot ten, six foot tall, 200 pound chicks. That's a huge bitch. Huge. <laughs> and you go flying across the floor and you get back up and you're like, hmm, I just got up. I don't have any broken boots. Fuck yeah. Right. I'm badass. So it's very empowering. I, I like that. But um, I will say that in my last uh, bout that I played in, I was jamming, and this girl came up to me. I wasn't paying any attention. Shame on me. And she laid me out. Behemoth! She, she came and hit me from the side and sent me airborne probably 20 feet, and my whole body turned into a V from the side, and ever since then, my back has been hurt really bad, so, that's so I haven't been able is. to do anything. Yeah. So you think that's what hurts you? Because every morning you wake up, a lot of people don't know this about you, but every morning you wake up in excruciating pain. Yeah, it, it was at one point so bad, I literally couldn't even breathe in just a little bit. I would... It just hurt so fucking bad to breathe. Um, and sometimes I would like start hitting on the bed to like get Ben's attention because like I felt like I was suffocating and I was going to die and I needed help getting up because I couldn't yeah, even like get myself up. Yeah, like I have up. to, every morning I have to go over to her and like literally lift her out of the bed because her back way, hurts so bad. because it hurts so bad. I have to lift her straight up and she's been to the doctor, she's been to the chiropractor and they've taken x-rays. Yeah, it's and been really bad. I don't really, there's not, the problem that they're having with it is that it's not like, like if you have a broken leg, like we can see the broken leg and we know what's going on with it. They can kind of see it and they're like, well, there's swelling or this or that, but nothing's like broken or dislocated. I have someone so, I can send you so okay, good. she doesn't know it. what to do with it. Yeah. And, Cause I mean, now I can at least get up and breathe, but it's, 
now it feels like there's a lot of pressure. Like it's like it's no, swollen. I, I know someone who could really help with that. Like okay. when I had a broken neck, I thought I was done. Like, oh wow. I got the surgery, removed the pain, but my neck literally moved maybe a centimeter in each direction and that was right. it. I was done. Wow. And I tried everything. I was like getting this Russian lady who was electrocuting me to like, stimulate. Yeah, things. with the tens in it. Yeah, but not. Oh no, way more. It was almost like a like um taser gun almost. Oh really? Oh, my. Yeah, I was going. I mean, I would have done anything in the world to feel better. Mm-hmm. It just there was nothing I could do. I was going to every physical therapist, every massage therapist. A buddy of mine told me to go to this massage therapist because she does something special. And I was like, yeah, blah 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 blah. They all do something special. Like mm-hmm. they're all saleswomen. And um, she does something that truly is incredible. My dog was paralyzed. I took her to all the vets. She got uh, spinal meningitis. They said she would never walk again. And she's walking now. And it was after she saw this woman one time. Wow. And I could not, like, I thought it was a bunch of hocus pocus. It was a bunch of bullshit. Sounds too good to be true until I experienced it. And then I was like, all right, well, you know, maybe I was lucky. But then my dog wasn't walking for over a month. Like I had to carry her everywhere and help her and we were going to get her a wheelchair. And basically all the vets said, that's it. And then I was like, you know, maybe I'll try this lady who fixed me. And she was like, I'll give it a try. My dog walked the next day. Like, I I couldn't believe it. And the way she basically explains it is, you know, the body is made up 70, 80% of muscle. And she's like, do you know the name of a doctor of muscles? And I was like, hmm. And she's like, well, you're going to be thinking all day because there is none. All right. She was like, so you're always look. the doctors are always looking for a needle in the haystack. She's like, maybe if the body's made up majority of muscle, the problem is the muscle. Mm. And nobody tries to fix the muscle. She was like, and a lot of times what happens is the muscle will tighten, it'll collapse and basically strangle the nerve root. And that's where the pain's coming from. So if you can send the muscle back to prior to the injury, the fall, the hit, the car accident, whatever have you, if you can tell the muscle, like, chill out, you need to go back to where you were, you don't need to protect the body, you can relax now, you'll take the pressure off the nerve root. Oh, well, that makes that sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. That's not hocus Because focus. it feels like sense. my back is spasming, like the muscles are contracting around that vertebrae to protect it. Right. right. It's not necessarily the bone that's causing the problem, it's the nerve being pinched on. Right. And, I mean, obviously you can't, I mean, I guess you can get, like, spinal surgery and stuff, but you can't, like, that. just push the bone off of it, but you can push the muscles off of it and give the spinal, the uh, nerve pathway relaxation and let it flow naturally and not, it's like a kink in a hose. It's not going to burst. Oh. Well, you got to do something because we, I got to do something. We this tried to have sex this months. morning. We tried having sex this morning and I thought I was going to come unglued. Just the pressure on top of me pushing down onto my, my, my spine. It hurt too bad. I was like, I'm sorry, but you have to get up. It hurts. So she goes to shoots, bangs out all these guys, gang yeah. bangs. But I've in also the ass. been up right. for Pile driver. Once, yeah. once I'm and up. And you're lifting her out of bed, like helping her to the bathroom. Skydiving. Her to the bed, yeah. skydiving. But yeah. then when, marriage I, is when really I go missionary awesome. marriage on her, <laughs> I can't take, and take it. Get off, get off, get off. What? I love the power driver, but not from you. <laughs> not Take from me to the bathroom. Right. We'll try it. We'll try it. We'll even turn the camera on for it. We'll what, try the power driver? Yeah. And put it on OnlyFans? Sure. All right. Why don't we do that? You want to do it today after the podcast? Maybe. Because I'll end the podcast right now if I'm going to do the You know what? I don't this know. This table looks pretty sturdy. I, I don't know. I think the power driver sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot of work for the guy. 
It's a lot of work for me too. I'm kind of in a really weird position, right. but it's really a lot of work for the guy. All if right. I have trouble like if the comp even if the position feels good on my dick, if like a muscle's tensing yeah. up or like I'm pushing on my knee really hard and it's like, you know, like when you get in that position like where your knees bending, I can't come if like I'm not super comfortable. No, I have to be very Oh yeah, too. yeah, like I can't I can't come standing up. I have a lot of trouble coming standing up. I can't too. come standing up and and that's one of my favorite things is to get a blow job in front of a mirror while she's Side the mirrors to the side, and she's on her knees, so I can kind of. It's like I got two camera angles. It's like <laughs> I got a two camera shoot because I can look over here and see it, and it's not reality. It's like somebody else, but then I can look down. So the that's my favorite when you thing. Sit but on I can't. Your hand then beat off. Right, the stranger. Uh, but I can't come like that, and then she'll be like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" All the other guys' dicks I suck can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I gotta be. You're does right. That, I gotta does be that put pressure on you, knowing like she's banging some of the guys who don't are, like, even don't even think about for, like they're professional fuckers and they got huge dicks fuckers. and they can like stamina like fucking they can come like a fucking title. I didn't think about it until you started. Talk no, about ben, it. Ben, ben cannot last any of them. I'll get you guys a divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can't perform. She's in too much right, pain. Right. This marriage is over. Yeah, no, I can go. I don't. That actually brings us to this question okay. that somebody asked. All right. Just to interrupt. Wow, that, that was kind of perfect then. I, I like it. Yeah, it actually it is. He says, why is it so easy to get into adult films? Very difficult. Hold on. Why is it so easy for women to get into adult films, but very difficult for men to get into adult films? I would like to get into adult films. Oh, I got the answer for that. Oh, I got it too, and I'm going to answer it for you, and then you can chime in later. All right, boss lady. He, uh, what I always tell, guys always ask me, how do I get into porn? It's not as easy as they think it is. I always tell them, get the ugliest, nastiest chick you can find with a bunch of your buddies, and they've all got to turn on cameras, and they've all got to tell you what to do and how to fuck this chick. Oh, okay. Now, so while you're this. fucking this chick, who you don't really want to be fucking because she's just not very appealing to you at all, and maybe she's making a mess on your dick, but you've got to fuck through that, you got to keep yourself hard the whole time. And the director's going to put you in weird positions that are not natural to you for having sex. Let's say if you're in missionary position, you're just right on top of her. Uh, uh, uh. But in porn, you're kind of like beside her. You're open up, so only part of your dick is going in, so you're not getting the full sensation. And the whole time this girl's wiggling and woggling and complaining that you're hitting her soft spot, her sore spot or whatever. Um, and... It's, it's just not easy for guys to perform. That's why if you watch enough porn, you'll see the same guys over and over yeah. and over again because they know what to do and they know how to, to do it. But see, it, there's, that's where the talent comes in. That, um, it, And again, my opinion, I've shot enough porn to know that you. I think that you have to really... I wouldn't say be into having other people watching you. I might, I might go out on a limb and say that. To me, in my opinion, you have to want other people watching you fuck. Like, that's got to be your kink. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Because there's a room full of people. Because there's a room full of people, and you have to be like, okay, like this, I like these people watching me fuck this girl. But it's not just watching. It's almost like they're judging you because there are people telling you you're Everybody's not doing this right. You, you got to turn this way. It's not like, oh, yeah, man, fuck that chick. That's awesome. It's like, hey, 
your balls are moving in the wrong direction. Like your asshole, like, <laughs> did you not like clean your asshole before you did this? Like your dick's going soft. She's not doing it right. You're blocking right. her. Like it, it, so it's not just like somebody watch. It's not like your boys being like, dude, he's pounding her. It's, it's, you yeah. know, people telling you what to do and telling you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. I think the, the porn You've guys gotta... have a lot of confidence and oh, yeah. that they, um, and I shouldn't, say that like that's their kink i I don't know i i I don't know it's like how can somebody throw a hundred mile an hour fastball i like i don't know like literally that's just their talent and there it's so much harder than you think it is um and you can't really do it you can't get into the business unless you go into it full tilt like if somebody said i want to be a porn star i'd say okay move to california because you're not doing it wasn't a lot of it done in vegas now a lot of it is in Vegas now. A lot of it's in Vegas. There's some in South Florida. And um, then Vegas, they've gone to Vegas because it's getting difficult out in L.A. because of so many regulations and rules and laws and stuff. Like you've got to have a permit you've and everything. You've got to have permits that cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. You've got a... Don't you have to have like cleanup kit? You've got, like I, I mean, don't know the so exact many rules, but like really you have to have an OSHA kit. Yeah, you gotta have a. You've got to have condoms in California, um, which I mean, if you watch enough porn, you know, Wicked shoots all condoms, but yeah. basically nobody else really shoots condoms. In Vegas, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? Just like they can here in Florida, they can shoot whatever they. I want. mean, I think you're answering the question right there. If there's just so much behind the scenes that he doesn't realize goes into it. It's not just fuck hot chicks and like bust loads all over their faces and their pussies. Like it's not, that's, that's for the camera. Like there's not even, that's not even the good part. Like it's, they're there for the paycheck. Okay, so <laughs> let me, so let me ask this. Okay. So his question was, how do I get into it? So let's look at it from a different perspective. Some so somebody goes, how do I get into porn? How do I, how do I do it? I would tell them to either move to LA or they're going to need to get shots of themselves and send it to an agent mm -hmm. and uh, an agent will either decide to pick them up or what should they try it or should they contact a porn company or should they contact an agent? An agent. What would you tell somebody? They need to contact an agent because the agent's the one that's going to set them up with shoots. Right. Um, I honestly am kind of speaking blindly right now. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I've heard of casting couches that they send guys to. So it's kind of like a, a shoot, but it's an unofficial shoot just to see how he's going to hold up. Right. Um, because a lot of times the guy will, they'll turn on the cameras and get everybody ready. And the guy just simply cannot get his dick hard. He's nervous. He's scared. He's shy. Right. Um, so they have like a low investment yeah, shoot. Yeah. Like a gonzo type shoot gonzo where it's shoot not a whole lot of money invested, but it can still be used if if it turns out that the guy can actually perform and well. There's probably some sites out there that want nothing but brand new guys. Yes. You know, there's got to be. Sure I don't know where there are, but. Yeah. There's, um, and speaking of which, like the shoot that you were supposed to go to with their shoot house, they do, they create a lot of stuff just for like clips for sale and stuff like that. Yeah, they do a lot of fetish stuff, a lot of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Taboo type stuff. So, but I mean, that might be like smaller shoots instead of just them going to one big shoot. They might be able to get with a company to just try out. Well, I would say no to that because. Nobody's going to. Well, I'm not going to say that either. So anyway, um, I would just say to go 
take pictures of your penis, take pictures of your body, send it to an agent out in L.A. You probably need to move to L.A. or to Vegas or to Florida where all the shooting happens. Um, I would also say maybe I'd go to, like, a nude beach. Like, it's one thing yeah, to say, well, like, I, oh, I could be naked in front of a bunch of people. Go to a nude beach. Have a bunch of people looking at you. Sit there and see if you can get hard by right. just thinking about it with oh, a bunch of people. Oh, you can go to look- a nude beach and get hard, can you? Why can't I don't think you? you no, I'm not saying jerk off. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, don't jerk off. But <laughs> why couldn't you? Why couldn't you go to a I swingers guess. club maybe? Oh, go a swingers club. Yeah, have, like, put, put your night. money where your mouth is and see. It's not It's not as comfortable as you think it is. Some. It's just for some people. It's just not for some others. Yes. Yes, right. exactly. That's it's why true. these professionals, like you were saying, there's only so many you guys. See the same guys. Because they just are good at this. There's yeah. some people that just, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with just being able to have sex with just your wife, with the blinds closed and the room dark. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like you may never be a major league picture. Right. You may never true. be LeBron James, but maybe you'll be the fucking best heart surgeon in the world. Like, right. Absolutely. Now, are you it's glad for that, some, it's not for some. Are you glad that I don't shoot porn? Yes, I'm very glad that you don't shoot porn. Yeah. Do you have another sex question of the day? Well, I'm trying to read this. It's. I could do it. You've thing. seen my porn. I could I do saw it. it for a second. It was. A, it made me a little like I don't like watching you guys in porn. Like it's kind of weird. It's kind of like you know. It's like oh that's cool. Like, oh my god, I just saw I just saw Tatman's pussy like right up close. Oh my god, I gotta hang out with her tomorrow. Now I don't want to see this. <laughs> Neta is like it's just like you know it's you don't want to see someone you're close with like that. I guess you don't think so. I say I wouldn't. I wouldn't look up somebody else's. I I, I wouldn't want to. I just like I saw it out of curiosity, but then it was like curiosity killed the cat. Right. There was no satisfaction to bring it back. (laughs) Now some people uh, have asked this question many times. They said, "Well, what does Ben actually do for you?" Do they will ask the question, "Is he your manager? Is he your pimp? What has been to you?" Definitely not a pimp. All right. Definitely, definitely not a pimp. Uh, I would say more of a support system, an outstanding support system. Uh, I like to say sometimes that you're my manager because you help me make better decisions than I would typically make on my own. Uh, You help me get my bags ready. You help me get my wardrobe together. You make sure that I'm shaved everywhere that needs to be shaved. Right. don't miss places. I want to say that I make your porn better because I... Try to make sure that you have the sexiest outfits, the best yes. underwear, yes. that you're fully shaved. Yes. I'm more of a personal assistant. She's yes. spreading her asshole. Right. Spreading my asshole, yeah. He's definitely, you're a good personal assistant. That's what you are. A personal assistant. Yeah. Right. Like if I could have you on all my porn sets, I would be golden. Because <laughs> you could do be they like. Have, do they have like that shoot house you were going to? Don't Is it fully stocked? Or tell me what happens if some people don't know a shoot house is they'll fly you in. Well, the shoot house, ahead. this particular one, um, they strictly shoot porn in it, and it's used for their stuff that they do, whatever they do with it. But in this particular house, he, uh, he's he got a kitchen full of food, anything and everything food, um, protein bars, protein shakes, candy. Do you sleep there like a hotel? You sleep there. Uh, there's a bedroom with fresh, clean sheets, fresh towels, spotless bathroom that is completely fully stocked with what is some things that a porn girl needs douches enemas razors shampoo conditioner lotion um ear q-tips 
So it's got everything. So you fly in, they pick you up with the Uber, they take you they to send this you, place. They put you in an Uber. And send a lot you to of people place. are going to say that, like, this is a dirty shoot house where these girls go and do all this no, dirty it's a, sex. Th- th- I, w- I was very impressed. The first time that they sent me to, to shoot for this particular company, I was very impressed. It was very clean. The, uh, the bedroom was spotless, the bed was perfect. Right. Um, everything was like great. And, uh, I didn't even mess around the kitchen or anything when I first got there. Cause I got in pretty late, but when I woke up, he's like, you know, we've got, he's opening up all the cupboards and he's, you know, got all this food of just anything. I mean, even the pickiest bitch can eat something there right. and be content. And it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, even the biggest diva that requires 50,000 different products, it's in the bathroom, See, whatever you need. Nice. Yeah. Now we've gone, Diamond used to be a, uh, a traveling dancer. We would go from strip club to strip club. Mm-hmm. And she would feature dance. And uh, one of my favorite places, it's not called that anymore, it used to be called T's Lounge yes. in West Palm Beach. Beach. That was one of your favorite Man, places. Man, I don't care it what anybody says. To dance I don't there. care what anybody says. It was the best place. They had this little uh, uh, condo behind T's Lounge oh. that you would fly into. Pigsty, that place. It was, it, yeah, I don't know what it's like now. It's changed ownership now. but It was pretty gnarly when we were there. It, that's the one that's right the by the most, jail, right? Yeah. Yes, we had the most fun there. We had the best time. But we did have Lounge. a great Because you could time. do anything in it. because There are no limits. You could, uh, she used to play, one of the games she would play was, what was the one where people would ball up dollar bills and she put a shot glass or or uh, a whiskey glass in front of her pussy, and she would say, "Throw the dollar bill off of me and bounce it off of me." And if you get it, it into, into the, the shot you get a DVD glass, or you get a DVD. And so people would ball up these dollar bills That's and cool throw dollar bills really cool. at her. And then, and why we would do that is people don't feel like they're handing you money now; they feel like they're playing a game. Right. And so they would throw these dollar bills at you. And it gets competitive. Like, oh, my boy was able to score a basket. I got to yes. score a basket. Yes. And so we would throw DVDs out. We would throw pictures out. And then at the end of the night, we would take all of those dollar bills. Because they're all crumbled they're up. They're all crumbled up. They're all in the ball. And you put them in the sink, and they just instantly open up. Really? Yeah, put them in a sink full of water. Dollar bills. You stick them in water. We would actually put them in the washing machine. And then you put it in the dryer. And then they come out nice and flat. They come nice and flat, and she would take a shower and sit on the floor, and I would dump the dollar bills out in the floor, and she would flatten them all out and stack them up after our shows. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You'd go home. Why don't you travel anymore doing strip shows? (sighs) It's hard for one thing. It's very, it's very physically demanding. you would do like two uh, shows. I would You'd do like stay six drunk, shows. even though I could still perform. I always was able to perform, but I was drinking like crazy. Mm. Um, I would do a lot of shows. I really loved it. I mean, I I met a million people. I've been literally to every state in the nation doing this. Um, Everybody is having a good time. Everybody's having a blast. It's a lot of fun. Um, it was. It's, I, I it's, think I just like was like okay. I, my body just physically can't keep up with it anymore. I was doing it. I was flying to a different state, different city like every star. single they weekend. Just, they just can't do it anymore. Yeah, well, you that, just you, you got to spend a lot of money for costumes nowadays. You know everything's bigger and better, so you spend two or three thousand dollars on a costume, and you have to have like two or three costumes, and then you got to have your music professionally done, and then you got to buy the DVDs and posters, and then you got to have a place to that. sign. 
and then you've got to fly here and fly there, and you got to have a helper. And I was always the helper, and I was always the one to do everything. But now that I I'm, have my own business and I'm working full-time, I can't travel with her. Yeah. So literally she would be going from show to show to show. And, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say that we would never feature dance again. We had some really good experiences, and we had some really bad experiences. I only had a couple bad experiences. Um, one in particular my favorite, that I won't even My favorite up. place was uh, Jackson, Mississippi. No, I think it was Memphis. 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 We went to... Uh, that was so much fun. So it we was, had... It was uh, a strip club, and it had um, an upstairs and a downstairs, but the upstairs looked to the was downstairs. Open. It was a balcony at the bottom, and... The manager there was his last night. He had been there like 20 years, and he was retiring or something. And it was also like his birthday. And it was our last show out of like six or seven shows. It was like a Saturday night show. And uh, we said, hey, we're going to do some fun stuff. Is that okay? And he was like, yeah. So we went and got confetti and the spray stuff, the spray string and the balloons. And... She came out and literally we had bags full of stuff and she was throwing it out into the crowd and everybody was partying and she does this whole like water uh, thing. Uh, she does like a neon where she paints herself with paint and we just destroyed that club. I destroyed that club. Oh my God. The people God. that came in to clean it, I know it took them days and days and days because after she threw confetti, like bags of confetti everywhere... Then I lay plastic out on the stage. the stage and tape it down. And then she does this whole water show where she's soaping herself up with water. Yeah. It's like a, a I was routine. a maid. She's a maid. And she's scrubbing the floor and she's putting soap all over and putting, squeezing the sponges out. One of on the songs and, was It's Raining Men. And there's one point of the song where it like clashes and I take the bucket and throw it over me. Right. So I'm doused in soapy water. She's flipping her hair around and she's running all over the stage. It was a good time. We used to put on a good show. Oh my God. I had so much fun. I had so much fun doing it. I really did. And we uh we just um we would uh it was just so much travel and then you'd come home and unpack and get everything cleaned up. And then you'd have to go back out on the road and do it again. I would fly out on Thursday night, dance sat Friday and Saturday night, fly home at the kick-ass dawn of s- Sunday morning, get back in on Sunday, unpack, shoot video on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. And it was just this cycle that just wouldn't stop. I'd get a day off a month. stay Traveling is tiring. Oh, my God. I, I got drunk. to where I absolutely hated TSA I hated traveling. I hated going through security checkpoint. I'd always have my dildos. Um, and a lot of times I'd have to have them on my carry-on because I had to have them for my stuff so that if that doesn't show up, then my whole everything is fucked. Right. So, like, you have to take it through security checkpoint with you. And I cannot tell you how many times they would pull it out and I'd be like, yeah, you might want to be a little careful with that because there's, like, families with kids here and they're kind of right. adult stuff. They wouldn't care. One guy, one time I had it wrapped up in a uh, washcloth, and there was this family behind me, a young family, had their, like, four- or five-year-old son, uh, younger couple, and the guy says, what's in the bag? I said, it's adult stuff. If you need to open it, you need to take it into private, because I already knew what he was going after, and I did not want this poor little child to see anything and ask his parents, what is that? Because it's big and neon green. (sighs) 
And oh, so, so it was wrapped awesome. up in a washcloth and he pulls out the washcloth and he's holding it. And I'm like, don't open that here in front of everybody because it's going to be embarrassing for everybody. He didn't give a shit. He's TSA. So he opens it up and it startles him. So he drops it on the ground. <laughs> drops it on the fucking the ground. The <laughs> top comes off. The batteries are rolling everywhere. This kid is looking. The, the dad is looking. I'm mortified. I'm like, I told you not to do that. I begged you not to do that. He didn't no. care. What is this? Holds it up. What is this? You know what it is. What do you think it is? What do you want me oh. to tell you that it is? It's not a gun. It's not a bomb. It's a dildo. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so awesome. I, I've got so many of those stories where they open it up at TSA checkpoint, and it's just so traumatizing. Would, it never would, would get easy. We were living in L.A. at the time, and we'd have to go to New York, New Jersey. We went all uh, over the place. Had Brownsville. Didn't we go to Brownsville yep. at the bottom of Texas? Mm-hmm. Sacramento was a lot of fun because they had was two different stages, and she would run through the crowd. And she would do these things where she would run into the crowd off the stage because she wasn't, you know, she was a feature, so she could do whatever she wanted. And she would put, she would push the guy's legs open and she would put <laughs> her head between his legs and flip over. So, so my her crotch is right buried in his face. In his face, and her legs are up here. And she would shake up inside down with her ass in his face. Damn. And Sacramento had a whole water, like a shower. They had a big thing shower that you could. Go One of their stages do. was an actual enclosed shower, and you could get in it and take a shower in front of God and everybody. I believe it was a nude place too, which just made it even more fun. Yeah. So I soaked myself up and was like all over the glass and stuff. I had a great time in that thing. I heard uh, Atlanta is probably like the strip club capital of the See, country. I don't never know went that to we, Atlanta. We did anything in Atlanta. Never went to we, Atlanta. We were with uh, a, a certain agency, and I'm sure certain agencies only work. And play. There's a place down here called Tootsie's that we've never been to that I hear I is went a to big Tootsie's. Place. You went to Tootsie's? Yes. Is that the me. one, the yeah. big one down here by South Beach, kind I, of? Mm-hmm. I yes. think so. That has like something like 50 girls at Like a on ton of it, them at one times. time, yes. And it's almost like a nightclub in itself. It's almost like the girls are part of it, but then it's also a badass nightclub. Yes. Right. I think I went there once, but I was like halfway blacked out already. And I think I was I too. I don't remember leaving. I was very overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God. When I couldn't go, um, we had a friend that had would a come friend with me. That would go with her. But it was just always stressful. I don't know that we'll do it again. Ben didn't like it too much because I was drinking. Did you ever get disrespected while you were a stripper? Like, oh, you're a fucking stripper. No, you know No, uh-uh. no I was treated like royalty. Everybody treats you good. I don't know where this... The clubs would get me big like bouquets of flowers. Well, obviously not you because you were a feature and you didn't... But, but I feel like a lot of the strippers, do they get like... Um, they have to fuck like the bouncers and the managers. No, no I did I house stripping for a short while. I, I never came across that. I don't I don't even think that I know of a girl that was banging a manager. So, um, I mean, it's possible that it was happening, but... Right. I, strippers are kind of like um, car salesmen. Car salesmen will go from the Chevrolet dealership and then they'll work there for a year and they'll get mad and they'll quit and they'll go sell Toyotas for a year. And they'll work there yeah. for a couple of years, and then they'll go do Cadillacs. And it's the same with strippers. They'll work at, at this one club, and then they'll go across the street and work at the other club, and then they'll come back over here. I think I see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I, it's the whole sex business is what it is. It's, it's a business. Right. All anybody really cares about is making money. You know, I never really see 
I never really saw where any guy was ever a creep or what. And I think that might be also, though, because I was always with you. Yeah. You were never alone. I always had you somebody never, with you. You always had somebody with you. So I don't know. I've had a couple run. of creepers, but nothing that I couldn't like handle. More perverted creepy, not like dangerous creepy. More like, oh. I no, just like, oof. Well, even with videos, you've never had a problem. That one time you had a problem when you were brand new that somebody got you to do a video that you weren't scheduled to do. Oh, but yeah, it was my seemed- second set. I was on set, and, um, oh, it pisses me off, but I was on the set, and it was for a boy-girl anal scene. It was my second video ever. And I'm getting ready for the scene, and I just finished hair and makeup. They spent two hours doing my hair and makeup, so I looked pristine. And the guy comes up, and he's like, oh, uh, if nobody told you, we do a titty-fucking and a blowjob scene before the shoot. Well, I'm brand new. I don't know any better, but it just didn't seem right nobody told me about this i like i wasn't prepared for it i'm very upset because like all my makeup is going to get fucked up before my actual scene right that i really need to look good for so i was very upset about it went along did everything he told me to do i was fucking livid called my agent up afterwards i was distraught by this point because he had really fucked up my makeup and my hair and the makeup lady said she wasn't redoing it so i was I was really pissed. And um, I called my, my agent. He's like, you're not supposed to do that. I was like, well, these people are telling me I'm supposed to do it. So he was able to get like a couple of extra hundred bucks for it or something, which was just a slap in the face. But right. that was the only time I that had a problem on a time. set. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I did a MILF humiliation scene that absolutely has traumatized me to this day. And the fans email me about it because I was all in, tied up in a gag and oh, you told me you don't like the suction S&M. cups and that's mm. not my thing. I was absolutely really upset about that. Yeah. So even today, if a fan emails me about it, I block it and don't ever speak to the guy again. I'm just like, yeah, if you're into like that, it. that's I don't that's need to fine. Talk to you, but, but yeah, but she's just for not the most into part. It. I mean, like otherwise, everything's always been great. I've always been treated very well on sets, very well at the clubs. Yeah, well, I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen a girl ever mistreated. But I think that there's this misconception out there that that the girls are mistreated. No, girls run the not. industry. Absolutely, absolutely. Pussy rules the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, that's it. All right, guys, pussy rules the world. She says you can follow her at Twitter at Diamond Fox Two. That is Twitter. With three X's, then the number two. And you can follow her at OnlyFans. OnlyFans forward slash diamond underscore Fox. Jason, it's been a good three little podcasts that we did yeah. here. It's always a good time. It was always a good time. It's always time. educational, fun, a little right. disgusting. Intense. Yeah, a little disgusting, a little intense. Yeah, it's, it's a roller coaster. I, like I was just going to say it was a roller coaster of... Uh, Emotions. Nice. <laughs> Found out a little bit more about you, Diamond. Mm-hmm. That uh, roller derby, yep. EMT. Found that out today. Yep. Feature dancer, yep. skydiver. Skydiver. You've had a full life already. Yes. Still more to come. All right. Thank you. We'll have y'all. to talk about the Navy the next time. Oh, we will. We'll talk about the Navy. Oh, I want to hear deep, dirty secrets. <laughs> oh, I've got plenty. I'm going to need a few minutes alone after in between podcasts <laughs> nice. after that story. All right, guys. This has been the Milk and Cookies podcast. Bye. Th- thank you. See ya.